Uh, the person who introduced me to the game of basketball is our one dear favorite, everybody's favorite cousin, Toby. Toby, gotcha. <laughs> Toby, Toby, just just like you got me excited about football, uh-huh. Toby was the one who got me excited about basketball. She introduced me to the game of basketball because I remember those summers when like she would babysit Jessica and me. She was like she like she was playing for bait. She was playing middle mm-hmm. school, so you know she was out there practicing and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, what is this game? You know, what is this all about? And that's how I developed that love. So that's how I got into the game of basketball. Um, now the nerd in me, I'm one, I'm one of those types of persons. It's not just what has happened; it's why it's happened. Right. <laughs> and so <laughs> that, that makes sense now, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so. That is where the analytical strategic part of me actually comes in as far as like, well, we do this, but why do we do this? How is it done? What are the other ways that we can actually get it done? Okay. So that is where like the coaching aspect actually came from for me. Okay. Mm -hmm. So in diving into coaching, um, I look at coaching is is several folds to it. However, some of the main two is- knowing the game, mm-hmm. earning the respect. Mm-hmm. So knowing the game wasn't an issue for you. Um, like when, when he says he's a nerd, I'm gonna start calling out stuff just in, in the middle of conversation to see if he still got it. Wow. <laughs> but this is gonna be like in the middle of some of his responses just to see whether or not he still he still got it. Okay. I think he knows what, what I'm gonna I think I know I'm where you're do. going, so we're gonna see how yeah. this goes. Um, but in in knowing the game that not being an issue because like you said you're you were a nerd about it Mm -hmm. how did you earn the respect of your classmates in order to coach their game wow how did i earn the respect well i think one of the ways that i earned their respect is um by simply this is how i earn anybody's respect letting them understand that I am, that I'm a person, uh-huh. you know, it, it goes back to titles, you know, that that's what I am. That's not who I am. <laughs> so letting people understand and see that I am human, that I'm down to earth, that you can talk to me, um, that I'm not going to judge you. You know, if you make a mistake, I'm not going to yell at you and stuff like that. Remember it's not the, for me, it's not the, what it's the why. Right. So what you made a mistake. Let's talk about why you made a mistake. Okay. And so taking that approach I think that is the thing that kind of like set me apart. Keenan High School. Which one? Keenan High School. Oh, they're the Raiders blue and gold. Okay. There you go. Continue. Okay. Um it I'm not I'm not all about the what is the why. So you messed up. Let's talk about why you messed up. Let's talk about ways that we can actually fit that. I mean, come on, okay. man. So not the what, but the why. Mm-hmm. So Let's transition from Newberry. Okay. You coach at Newberry. That coach got sick, correct? Which is how you. Yeah. So, yeah, this is when I actually got hired back. Yeah. Uh, yeah this is when I got hired back as a full time. Yeah. He um, he had an, uh, an aneurysm in his aorta. He had, he had okay. heart issues. And so, yeah. So, I had to take over and lead the team for like six, seven games. Okay. Yeah. And then that following season, he was back. He was back, yeah. And then you were full time assistant coach. Yeah, full time assistant coach. Yeah. Okay. I slid. I slid one. I slid one seat back over. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. So your tenure at Newberry, mm-hmm. how long was it and on the coaching staff? <laughs> uh, it's a total of six years, three as a student and then three as a full-time. Okay. Yep. Okay. And your tenure as head coach? The tenure as head coach was like six games. But then you were a head coach. Okay, and then I was a head coach at Newberry Academy as well. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, so I did have a full season as the head coach at Newberry Academy, yes. How well did Newberry Academy do under you? Oh, we did okay. 18 and 7 overall. Won the region tournament title. Got region coach of the year. We got to the state semifinals. We had we had an okay. Y'all hear this shit? Bravo! (laughs) I'm sorry. I made him spit up his water. <laughs> but it was all God. It was all God. I, my bad. It was, no, I'm, see that. That's what. That's what we do. That's what. We that's do. what we do. Is is black people, right? <laughs> I, I ain't just talking about my family. It's black people in general. Yep. How'd you do at Newberry Academy? We did all right. Eighteen and seven, region champs. Um, region, region coach, coach of the year, uh, region player, of the year, region yeah. player of the year oh, on his cool. team, um, and then um, semifinals, state semifinals, state yeah. semifinals. Um, so that was that was just a high year, you know. Right. How do they say something slight? Yeah, something slight. That's all it was. <laughs> That's all it was. A little light work. Then then you <laughs> went to Valdosta. Yeah, went to VSU, Valdosta State. Yep. How involved were you in their athletic program? I was pretty involved. I was the I was the uh, GA for women's basketball. I was a grad assistant for women's basketball, okay. and then um, I did help the athletic department with like Greenwood Green High School, huh? Greenwood High School. Greenwood. Oh, they're the Eagles, black and gold. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I I was the uh, women's basketball grad assistant. Okay. Um, so uh, and look, you know, I helped the athletic department out with like game day operations for football games. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wakama. They're the Warriors. They're uh it's like black, red, and white. Okay. Yes. Strom Thurman? They're the Rebels. Uh blue, red, and red, white, and blue pretty much. Okay. All right. Just checking. What I'm doing here, um uh, <laughs> so, so y'all don't man. randomly hear me, you know, call out schools like Hillcrest. Which Hillcrest? You talking about Hillcrest out of Greenville? Sure. Yeah, they're the Rams. They're black and red. What about the other Hillcrest? The other Hillcrest, the now defunct Hillcrest High School right. out of Dazelle, South Carolina. Okay. They were the Wildcats. They were blue and white. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> when we were younger, right, which apparently he still can do it, we would call out high schools in the state of South Carolina, which I'm almost certain that he can do it in other states. And we're going to get back to Valdosta, uh, VSU, which is um black and red. That's right. With the Blazers. That's the right. Blazers. The Blazers. <laughs> <laughs> we could call out a high school. I don't care what high school it is. Anywhere from 1A to 4A to 4A Big 16. I'm pretty sure he can do this with Skeezer as well. Probably so. And uh <laughs> so like it's it's one of those things where this this is a testament to his nerd, right? And because that's the what, that's the what, the why. I've never asked him why he knows this, because I think that the response to the why is very simple. 
because I want to know it. That's exactly what the why was. <laughs> like, here's the best way to put this. I'll never forget, Coach Ain said this to me. He said, you know a lot of shit that don't pay the bills. That's exactly yeah. what he said. Yeah. So you and I would probably make a really great trivia team. Absolutely. Because yeah. there's there's a bunch of shit that I have in my head. Like kangaroos can't hop backwards, and no, like those kind I of things. Wow. Sharks can't swim backwards. Hmm. Um, sharks move while they're swimming because the water going over their gills is how they breathe. Oh, like those see, kind of things. See? And I know I, I I just gave two shark facts like real quick. Why I don't know. Um, but if you also turn a shark upside down on the water, it goes to sleep. Uh, <laughs> That's how they sleep. <laughs> that's not how they sleep. But if you do it, you can they, you impel them, and they that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they huh, I'm learning some stuff today I love it I love it I love it it's more than just animals with me though y'all uh, but it's we would we would probably rack up at a trivia we might need to look into I'm good with that let's do look it at a trivia and let's just, do it and just go do it um, because he does know a lot of shit that doesn't pay the bills mm-hmm. as do I however tell me if I'm wrong it does make for excellent conversation when you're just um, at a mixer somewhere. Yeah, it does. It honestly Someone does. Someone tells you what high school they went to. You go, oh, such yeah. and such and such high school, blah, 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 black and gold. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. How did you know? <laughs> yeah. And, like, I just that, know. <laughs> and now this is a conversation, very small conversation, yeah. but still a conversation about school that kind of draws people in. Absolutely. Where now you can talk about whatever it is that you want to in order to be able to work the floor. Absolutely. WJ taught me how to work a floor. My dad said, instead of being a wallflower, go to the middle of the floor and just ask random questions, some arbitrary question, get people talking and still give them the nods like you're listening and just certain responses that lets them know that you're listening to them while looking around the room, seeing who's who. It's just like sitting on the wall. Hmm. But you're involved. But now. You're, you're involved in the middle. Yeah. And observing. Yeah. Hmm. Versus just sitting on the side, hmm. observing. Um, shout WJ out to my pops. Drop, drink, drop yeah. gems all the time. Yep. So that's he a also one. told me go ugly early. Um, that way you can walk away with because uh, everybody's going after the pretty girls. So that means that you can very well walk away with a pretty girl because you didn't shoot for the moon. You ended up pulling out a star. So hmm. which astronomically that's incorrect however i understand the same yeah absolutely yeah i understand the same so um <laughs> vsu let's let's get let's get back on track you were grad assistant yep for their women's basketball team yep. uh vsu was where you got your first masters first masters mm-hmm. um i think that was the yeah that was the graduation that i made yeah, I helped you move out, move out your That's room. That's right. Too. Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> right that was, a, that was that. a long weekend. That was a long. Yeah, that was a really long weekend. Um, so that transition, and then you went to went back to Newberry, back to Newberry, and got your doctorate. Yep. But you were no longer involved. You were involved in sports, but you were no longer coaching. Yeah. So the first when I went back to Newberry, the first three years I was coaching. And then after that, that's when I went to academics. Right. Yep. How did you get into (sighs) officiating? How did I get into officiating? Once I stopped coaching, once I knew that my coaching days were over, I wanted to stay close to the game. And so. How did you know your coaching days was over? 
Um, it it just I just wasn't having it just wasn't enjoyable anymore. Okay. And when I say it wasn't enjoyable, I'm talking from the standpoint of recruiting. Recruiting was the one that really if recruiting hadn't gotten so cutthroat, I probably might still be in coaching mm-hmm. because I, I like strategy. I like game planning, all that type of stuff. I like scouts. Um, I love that stuff. But it was it was the recruiting aspect that really just like just turned me off um, from from the coaching profession. Okay. And, and don't get me wrong, like those who do it and they do it well, I have I have the utmost respect for them. For me, hell no, nah, I ain't want to do that anymore. I got you. Yeah. Um. So um. So back to getting into officiating. Um, I was able to develop uh, great relationships with uh, with some of the officials um, that refereed our games. Mm-hmm. And they would always tell me, like, gosh, they're like, you got a good personality. You all, always ask good, intelligent questions. Like, you know what you were talking about. You didn't ask us some bullshit question. Um, and when they found out that I was, you know, done coaching, they're like, you need to get to officiating. They're like, you need to get to, we, we need you. You need to get to officiating. Mm-hmm. And so they talked me into it. And the rest, as they say, is history. I got you. Mm-hmm. So you started off in the high school ranks. You started off in the high school ranks, yeah. Um, then you went from that to junior college. Junior college. Mm-hmm. Semi-pro. Yep, did some semi-pro stuff, yep, because yep. you came to some of my games up yep. there, yep. I I went to... I went to several of my games. Yeah, several games in Greenville, mm-hmm. but also when we did Family Reunion. Oh, yeah, that's right, in Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, yeah I Charlotte, remember that. Yeah. That was another semi-pro game that I went to. Um, do you still do semi-pro? Uh, when when my schedule allows, I'll I'll do some semi-pro. And okay. what I mean by, wait, let me let me rephrase that. When I want to do it, I'll do it. I got you. It. Um, I got you. There's, you know, during the college season, it goes from like October all the way up to March, and it's a mm-hmm. grind. Um, especially when I'm coming like off of football season, also. So it's right. like it is a long grind, and so like. I'll do it if they absolutely like need me. If like if they're in a pitch. Other than that, I kind of like stray away from it. Okay. Yep. And you've gone from high school to college mm-hmm. to junior college, mm-hmm. junior college and semi pro. Mm-hmm. Now you're Division two, Division two, and some D one, and some D one. Yep. What's the what what what's one of the D one programs that you? Uh, the two D one, the two D the two Division one leagues I currently work in are the Big South uh-huh. and the SoCon. Okay. Uh, Upstate. There. UC Upstate is a Big South. Big South. Yeah. Okay. So Big South and so so you're you're moving in the right direction. Yeah. And you're you're moving into into some. um, It's not uncharted waters. It's I'm familiar with. I'm I'm already familiar with these waters. Yes. I'm just getting into uh, more competitive waters, if you will. Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) I got you. Um, and then there's a tournament at Furman University mm-hmm. that you've been in three years running now. Yeah, so it's the South Atlantic Conference. It's the SAC. It's one of the D two conferences I work in. Okay, and so the SAC will have their semifinals and finals at Furman. We'll use Furman's arena to do it. Okay. Yep. And you've you've done that three years, three years in a row. row. Yeah. Yep. So you're well on your way. Yeah. Into into getting where it is that you want to be. So we've talked about your, from from the side of academia, the the goal is to be a president of a university. Yep. All right. And it's something that you're passionate about. When it comes to officiating, mm-hmm. the goal. The goal, the goal is to, you know, I would love to work in the W. I would love to work in the WNBA. Okay. 
Um, but if I don't work in the W, I would like to work on um, at least one Power Five um, staff. So maybe like the ACC or the SEC. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so the beautiful thing about like where I'm at right now, my supervisors from my Division One leagues, they are over what we consider to be consortiums. So they have several different leagues mm-hmm. actually that that they that they assign for. So me working their lower level in their lower level conferences and they can see me and they can help develop me because mm-hmm. one her in her consortium is the SEC and the other one her consortium is the ACC. So you know they seeing me and watching me develop and helping me to develop. I get to move up the ranks. You know, maybe I might go to the Colonial, to the Atlantic 10, or then maybe to the OVC or something like that, uh, to the to the Sun Belt. And then then I could get up to the big dogs. Is all I, I got call you. It. Yep. I got you. So that's the second professional. Mm-hmm. What is your what's your ultimate goal in general for you? Ultimate goal. In Let, let's let's get back to <laughs> let's get back to for John Lassane. For John Lassane. Doctor J. Smooth Doctor J. Smooth Doctor J. What? Oh my gosh, Kelvin, this is a tough question. So you you, uh, but I like I like that you like the fact that you're making me think about this because um, I don't think about this enough. You should. Uh, yeah, I agree. You should. Um, I would honestly have to say, just when I get older. You know, being comfortable, being being able to live comfortably, that that would have to be the biggest thing. How are you living now? I'm living comfortable now. So you hit to go? Oh uh, no, I'm talking. I'm talking about like <laughs> even more. I'm I'm talking about, and I'm living comfortably now because you know I got a job. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so I'm talking about once I retire, I ain't got to worry about nothing. Right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Right. So uh, let me let me ask a question your mom would ask. Oh Jesus. Where does a a family for you come in <laughs> as it pertains to it? Right, right now, because we have this conversation. Before right, yeah. Uh, right now, I'm I'm loving life. I'm enjoying life. I am. I'll be 37 next month. Yep. Um, I can honestly see myself. Now, the more that I think about it, I can honestly see myself maybe within the next three to four years. Getting married and starting a family. Within the next three to four years, I can see that happening. I ain't mad at that. Yeah, I can see that happening. I ain't mad at that. Yeah, I can see that happening. I recently got married, bro. Yeah. And it's, it's been, and I've said it once, I'll say, say it again. I've been wanting children longer than I've been wanting to be married. 23 mm-hmm. was when I started wanting kids. 24, 25 is when I wanted started wanting to be married. Gotcha. Um, like really wanting to be married. And I tell people the if you would have gotten a 24-year-old Kelvin, it would have been easier to marry him. Yeah. Than it was the me that just got married. I got you. Only because that Kelvin still believed in love. Mm-hmm. Um, which not saying that I don't now, but it was the all the feelings of love that love had to bring and you know, oh, it's just her and I. We're gonna work these things out. Blah 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 blah. Oh my God, I'm so excited about everything. That that was that was that me. Yeah. Then I got older, and it became a. 
what is it that we bro- both bring to the table? And what is it that you're adding to the functionality of my life? And what is it that I can add to the functionality of your life? And the small things, <clears throat> can we get past enough of the small things to really start focusing on what the big things are? Um, said this before, I'll say it again. I have been serious about probably five women. I have been seriously considering marrying three women. Mm -hmm. I've purchased two rings for one woman and another ring for another woman. Hmm. So I've spent well over the amount of money that I ever should have on wedding rings alone. Um, And now we're here several years later from when I wanted to get it done. So it it took me some time to get there, especially the um, the hurt me, the now I'm super cautious and yeah. now I'm kind of looking at things like this looks way too similar to yeah. and my skepticism, but also doing with uh, what my Angelo said, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Believe them. Yeah. Um, but the hopefulness of wanting children kind of made me stay longer in certain situations than I ever should have. Gotcha. So, you know, and now I hear, now I am where I am now and I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm excited about the rest of the journey. So I'm excited for you. Yeah. I'm excited for you. And the, the fact that you've put things in perspective of how you, you want life to go. Um, I'm I'm proud of you for that. And also just, you know, you don't shy away from opportunities, but you also don't shy away from challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh that's gonna be a challenge, bro. Oh, I I believe it. Yeah. I, I honestly believe it. Because it's been you. Yeah. All, all of these, these years. years. <laughs> I know. I know. It's been you all of these years. So now it's gonna be a bringing uh, somebody else into the fold. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be different. So uh, it's definitely a team effort, but you know how to work within the confines of a team. Ain't no different. Ah, uh, well, there's a difference. That person you do sleep with also. Uh, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure usually with nobody on the staff with you. <laughs> so um, let me ask you this. Vision versus sight. Hmm. What's your take on that? 